The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we could use more energy, and our guest will tell us how we can get it the natural way. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Dr. Rob Streisfeld is a passionate consumer advocate and educator with over 13 years of natural health and natural products industry experience, a doctor of naturopathic medicine and certified natural food chef. Doc Rob, as widely known, provides an informed and innovative perspective to support branding, marketing, PR, and other business development needs with a focus on education and community. Over the past decade, Doc Rob has helped to identify and expand key health categories such as probiotics, enzymes, whey protein, fermented foods, and whole food supplements. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Doc Rob, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me here today. Great to have you. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and work before we get to the show's topic? Well, you know, most healers get into this field because either they had a family member, a friend, or even themselves having a health issue, a health crisis. That's kind of what happened with me. When I was younger, I was sick. I had digestive issues. I had lack of energy. I had acne. I was depressed, which I didn't realize. So I went on a journey just to learn how to make myself well. And during that process, I fortunately found a lot of answers and then felt obligated to share that information to many others. And so I spent most of my career as an educator, as a trainer, as a as a mouth, you know, someone sharing information out there, and that's what we need to do, and that's why it's great doing a show like this, too. How, I'm just curious, how old were you when you went on that journey? Um, well, it's, I was sick. I was kind of diagnosed with a start of an ulcer in first grade, hmm. and so when I went to undergraduate, I went, I wanted to be in healthcare, but I started studying anthropology, traditional cultures, their diets, their medicines, saying, wait, they've been doing this for so many years, thousands of years, what all of a sudden in the last, you know, 50 years, why are we so messed up? Hmm. And so that led down the course to just figuring out food as medicine. I went to naturopathic school in Arizona and really learned about natural healing. And then of course, then I finished four years there and they were, what are you gonna do now? Yeah. What, do you want, what kind of practice are you gonna open? And I said, I'm not sure yet. So I went to culinary school. Hmm. And back then, vegan vegetarian culinary program was looked upon as weird as me going to naturopathic school. <laughs> you know, it was just not popular. Mm -hmm. And I don't follow those popular trends. I like to make them and create them and push them forward. And so I felt that no matter what I did as a doctor, no matter who I met, everybody eats. And if you can address someone at that common baseline conversation, what did you have for breakfast today? Mm -hmm. And maybe how did that impact the rest of your day, your energy, your attitude? That's a really great place to start. You don't have to worry about the disease you know, when you work at prevention. And that's kind of what naturopathic's all about, and that's what I've been focused on. That's great. Well, I like that. And you can hear the passion in you. So <laughs> it goes far. It comes from the heart. It's it, not a sales pitch. I tell people all the time, I, I tell, I don't sell. I love it. My job is just to tell you. And at the end of the day, it's your decision what to do with it. Well, perfect. Well, we're uh, talking about natural ways to get more energy. And of course, everybody wants more energy. And I guess I wanted to start to talk, to talk about um, how does the body make energy? Well, every cell in the body has its own like machinery to convert, and you know, we call it the Krebs cycle, which generates energy. But most of it's relied on you know, the food that we eat, the fuel that we put in our body, the supplements that we take. We take things like pantothenic acid or part of the B vitamin complex and vitamin C. These are major factors that convert these simple nutrients into energy through our body. We call it ATP. Some people know about these different phrases, but the bottom line is we what our body puts in, we want to convert it and use it effectively 
to produce the energy, but our body also has to run. The different cells, the different organs need to be running clean and smooth and functionally optimally to the peak of their ability, and then we get this great burst of energy. And of course, you need to sleep. <laughs> and some people say, I don't sleep, but I, I definitely do, and I enjoy it. But yes, people need to get that good hours of sleep as well. So um, why do we run out of energy? Well, the world is, is based on stress, you know, and how our body reacts to stress. It's unavoidable. Stress is going to be there. So it's very important to understand how you are coping or managing your stress. And people sometimes push, push, push. That phrase, burn the candle at both ends. Or it's imagine like if you drive your car and always hit the gas really hard and then slam the brake and then hit the gas hard and hit the brake. It's not efficient. You get bad gas mileage and usually your car breaks down or runs out, you know, falls apart faster. So we treat our bodies a lot that similar way. I mean, we don't fuel it with good food. Um, the other thing is the food that we eat today ha- doesn't have the nutritional value that it used to have about even 50 years ago. They say back then, I don't know, it probably changed now, but a, a peach from like the 1950s, you'd have to have like 15 peaches today to get the same nutritional value. And so we have to look at high quality food. I love, you know, the local movement. You know, I have my own little garden in my backyard. I like to get some of my own veggies right from my house. But also, how do we incorporate supplements? Mm-hmm. And even, you know, now a big trend is the IV nutrient infusions. So going through doctors and getting infusion therapy and things like that because some people's digestive tracts are not functioning well. So if you eat food, maybe your body doesn't have the, all the things in place to digest it and absorb it and get all those nutrients to where they got to go. So, You know, and, and I'm, can you expand a little bit on that, those natural ways to produce energies in the body? Is that so infusion therapy? Can do- well, you know, I wrote a book several years ago called The Healthier Ever After, and I made a nutrition pyramid. Hmm. And the base of the pyramid is food. You know, food is our medicine. Food's our baseline. We do it multiple times a day. But then there's supplements, and they could be whole food supplements or specific supplements, like supplements for energy that have a lot of pantothenic acid and vitamin C. These things help support the liver. They support the adrenal glands. These support all the different organs that help with metabolism. So, And then on top of that is the IV. So yeah. that's a little bit more invasive. Uh, you know, Doctors are supervising it and so forth. But I tell people, look, if you're not going to eat well, then you really need to focus on your supplements, and I recommend an IV occasionally. Mm-hmm. If you're not gonna, if you if you eat well, but you don't really want to take pills or supplements, then eat well, and then maybe still think of that IV. But though, a lot of people say, "Well, I don't want an IV. I don't want to have a needle stuck in my arm. I don't want that invasiveness." And there you go. Well, now you have food, and your supplements are your focus. So it's not always about having to do all things, but if you pick two and take two with you know whatever you're doing, and I love that idea to take two of just about anything. You know, that one step at a time. Of, uh, is, is good enough, it doesn't apply anymore. Our society, our world is sped up so fast that one of my mantras is, no, not one, take two. <laughs> so. But you kind of also have to understand like the weight of your body, like a male versus a female as far as the supplements, how much to take. And I know you're saying take two. Um, so a couple of questions for you. Um, how much, and then um, as far as the IV, how long does that last in your body too? Well, okay, so as far as supplements, you know, there's different types of formulas, different blends. You know, some use, I love using different herbs also mm-hmm. in conjunction with vitamins and minerals. So minerals are the basis of what supports the adrenal glands. And those adrenal glands are your little battery packs. So people say, oh, I crave salty food and I crave this. Well, that just is your body saying, hey, I know I can get minerals from salt. So let's tell the body to go crave salt to get some of those minerals back into the body. So our body is very smart and intuitive. We have to just listen better. But, um, you know, the body weight and so forth, if it's 
comp complementary, meaning if you're doing a, a lot of different things in small amounts to improve your well-being, it's a lot better than trying to do one thing to the extreme. So I look at a many different tips and lifestyle approaches to improve your health, and managing stress is one, getting good value you know, from your food, you know, good nutrition, dense superfoods, mm -hmm. things that have a lot of minerals and vitamins already. Then finding good supplements that are well-formulated, well-rounded with, with vitamins, minerals, herbs collectively. And then, of course, it's things like yoga, meditation, you know, exercise, lots of water. All these things are healthy lifestyle choices, and we need to put all of them into play to have optimal energy. And, of course, again, going back to sleep, because yeah. everyone always forgets about getting a good, no good night's rest. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this is really interesting information, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, but uh, more from Dr. Rob in just a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. On Facebook. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Doc Rob. Dr. Rob Streisfeld, and we're talking about natural ways to get more energy, and of course everybody wants more energy. Uh, you have a take-two approach, and we were just talking off-air a little bit about the five things to do, but act actually the big picture of 50 things to do to be healthy, and your approach is to take two out of those 50 things. Yeah, you know, it's, it's people get overwhelmed, yes. and they think that they don't know what to do about their health. Now, if I sat down with someone and said, here are five things you have to do, they'll still go, Whoa. That's too many. That's, that's overwhelming me <laughs> yeah. still. So if I say, let's break this down a little simpler. Let's t if I told you there's 20, 50, 100, or more things you could do, various impact, different levels of engagement, but they're all things that work towards better living. Mm -hmm. But let's just start by picking two. And it could be an easy one, a hard one, a new one, an old one that you're revisiting. It could be one for mind-body, and one can be for the way you just changing out your table salt for high mineral like Celtic sea salt. You know, any of these things, you know, could be of those two. No one's here to judge you. The idea is to take those two and own those two and run with those two and make those two become part of your life, not something you have to put energy towards. When they become part of your life, then you can say, oh, now let's take two more. 
And this is the process of ongoing. I always say perfect health may be unattainable, but great health is achievable. And the process of learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. You can't say even someone like myself who thankfully have spent many years studying and learning, I'm always learning new things. And I, the second I stop, I feel like I've just lost the whole big picture of life. You have to keep eyes wide open and learning. So. And that's true. And that's what keeps us moving and, and moving forward. So um, where can we learn about all of these 50 things? What would you, where do you suggest we start? Well, I think, you know, there's, people just have to understand that there are those options out there. That's mm -hmm. the first thing. The mindset that says, you're doing already a lot of things. The fact that you're listening to a radio show like this, the fact that you go into a health food store, you know, these are all things that you're already make, taking action steps towards better living, mm -hmm. right? And I don't talk about health or disease often. I talk about better living. And that means my philosophy is, I would like to have you live better today than yesterday mm -hmm. and work to have a better tomorrow than today. It's super simple. And that means I don't really know where you are as an individual. That's up to you to figure that out. And that's what we want to do. We want to engage individuals and people to do things for themselves. And when they do that, they start feeling less stressed about it. Yeah. And that also affects your overall energy. When you stop worrying and you think more positively and you actually see yourself having accomplishments, yeah, this is very proactive into your own mindset right. and you actually are more energized. Like I am... If you, you can see, if you're watching from the, you know, you can see I'm just bubbling with energy. I get excited when I do public lectures, when I talk about health, and it's coming from my heart. And it didn't start that way, mm -hmm. you know, but it steamrolled. It's it snowball effect. Once you start feeling a little better and you feel a little bit more energy and you start getting a little bit more alive and see a few pounds drop off, you just want to do what's next. Right. What else can I do? And that's what I really like to see people. I love health-inspired people. Yeah. I love it. So. And I think that's we're all sort of we're, we're like that when we can help others too, and you can see the change that you've gone through, and you say, "How can I help others?" You exactly. know, yeah. So that's that's great. Um, you mentioned your background also as a chef, and so I think that's wonderful that you know you actually have that training. So you mentioned something also off the air. What uh, talk about the food that we eat, and also. Uh, the times of the day and how that can help us maintain that energy. There's a lot of different philosophies out there about eating. Some mm -hmm. say eat big in the morning and then slowly like that, eat like a king, then a prince, then a pauper. There's that old saying. I have a little different approach and, you know, I found it works for me. And so that's what I always tell people. We'll find out what works for you because mm -hmm. it doesn't always you know, work the same for everyone. But, you know, when the body is designed, we're, we're, we're not that evolved. So, my background in anthropology was about hunter-gatherers and warriors and so forth. And life was not about going to the corner store and buying whatever you want or going to the fast food restaurant. Food was a lot more scarce, and we had to go either get it or hunt it and do all, and, or gather it. So the body is designed that whenever you put food in the body, it shifts all of its focus to digestion because mm -hmm. you don't know when you get food again or if a big animal is going to come attack you or if you go back into battle. So the body is very efficient to shift all of its energy and resources to digesting that food, to break it down and assimilate those nutrients to give you energy to keep doing the other things, right? So that's why you don't eat right before you go swimming because <laughs> the body now will have all of its energy going to digest that food and you don't have the energy going to the other parts to stay afloat. So the same thing applies in everyday life. If you're going to stop, you know, so these warriors or these gatherers would get up in the morning, they'd have breakfast, eat a good meal, and then they'd go out and do what they're doing, either fight a war or go travel or hunt. But they would have maybe nuts or, you know, fruit or something light, snacking, keeping their blood sugar normalized, but foraging throughout the day, not stopping at noon and feasting in the middle of the day for the, for the huge meal. We do that today. We stop and have that lunch break or those lunch meetings. We eat a meal. Our body is actually, that's when our body is supposed to be doing exercise or work or 
physical metabolic, you know, met- metabolic stuff, once you eat that lunch, now the body says, okay, I can't do all that. Now I have to go deal with the food. <laughs> so that means everyone two hours later is feeling sluggish mm-hmm. and wiped out. And then they have to go reach for that caffeine and other stimulants, which actually in the long run cause more harm. They stress the body out even further. So if we start looking at the way our body reacts to food, the way our digestive system works, I also recommend digestive enzymes, which are really important. So you can take digestive enzymes when you eat. That will help to break down the food and, re- and have the body use less energy in the process of digestion. So you're saving some fuel for other things. So there's a lot of cool little ni- you know, neat tricks like that, but I find the best thing is when I eat breakfast, I forage lightly throughout the day, I have a nice dinner, and the only rule that I see after that is try not to eat for two hours after your last bite. Mm. Because the body still needs time to digest that before you go to sleep. So many people eat before bed, and the next thing they know, they wake up tired. Because the whole night, their body was spending energy on digesting that meal, not doing all the other things it needs to do, like heal, repair, scavenge for mutant cells, and all those things. So you don't wake refreshed because your body didn't get a chance to actually refresh the system. And so um, going back to those digestive enzymes, um, would you also take those? You mentioned taking those during maybe the daytime. Do do you also take those at nighttime, two hours after you? So enzymes are really cool. Enzymes, when you take them with food, they digest the food. And so you have proteases and lipases and amylases. These are for carbs, fats, and proteins, right? When you take them with food, they have that function. Hmm. When you take them away from food on an empty stomach, they do something totally different. Oh, really? So like you've seen, so proteolytic enzymes, for example, which are the ones that break down proteins. If you take that with a meal of like chicken or meat, it'll help break down that animal protein. If you take it on an empty stomach, it's been shown to help with inflammation, so um, immune support. So we have uh, products out there that are designed to use enzymes to recover from injury, from you know, you know, sprains or inflammation. They use this in Europe and the Olympics for years and years. And so athletes, yeah. but anyone that has an injury or inflammation, and also I've seen it very effectively work uh, with immune boosting. So if someone has a virus or an infection, you know, I think that the enzymes play a key role. The way we usually explain it is when people get sick or have an, an infection, everyone knows white blood cells yes. go to the area. They white blood cells go up. Well, let's imagine those white blood cells are ambulances. Mm-hmm. They go to the scene of the issue. Mm-hmm. But the enzymes are the personnel that get out of the ambulance and go to work. Mm-hmm. So you can have as many white blood cells or ambulances go to a scene of an injury but if you don't have enough of those enzymes, those, that energy, you know, and that's something that I think is really important for energy is that enzyme understanding. There's a great book by Dr. Howell. It's, a, it's Food Enzyme Nutrition. So Dr. Edward Howell, I think, wrote a book called Food Enzyme Nutrition. And it talks about how the body has this gas tank and this energy stores, and it comes in the form of enzymes. And the more processed foods and the more hard, to, you know, overeating and the more times we eat, wrong time, that just depletes our fuel tank. Hmm. So when people say, you know, take digestive enzymes, eat a little bit smaller meals, try to add a little bit more raw foods, a little salad or green drinks, those type of things are just ways to save the body's utilization of its own enzymes. And the more we do that, the more you'll have to do the things you need, the energy, the repairing, the healing, and, and just enjoying your life. 
Right, and it's probably easier at that point um, for people that are, have a hard time wanting to launch into exercising and, and everything because of, again, your energy is up. And, you know, we all hear those excuses when, you know, New Year's comes around and they're like, oh, they're sluggish or whatever. Um, but again, when you have that energy, all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I can do this. It's amazing. And, you know, and then I tell people, you know, don't jump to these uh, conventional energy drinks or or, or, or too much coffee. I don't think coffee's bad. I think most of the stuff we put in coffee is what's bad. Or yeah. if it's non-organic, it's got a lot of pesticides and those things stress the body out further. I'm not against caffeine and, and I like things like yerba mate, uh, which is a tea that has, an, it's a natural energy. So it's mm -hmm. got caffeine-like coffee, but it's like a tea. So there's other ways to get energy. And there's a lot of great ways to get energy from plants and herbs. So things like uh, maca, Mm -hmm. and ginseng. These have been used for thousands of years in different cultures as a way to stimulate energy. And that is as part of a good system, as part of a healthy regime, as part of a supplement program and healthy eating. You don't need to rely on all these outside synthetic or stimulants that really aren't more natural and the body doesn't really know what to do with it. So. Wow. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about um, energy supplements. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we talked about other supplements, but what about energy supplements? Well, if, if people, you know, naturopathic medicine is all about finding the underlying cause of imbalance. So if you're always tired, the first thing to do is try to figure out maybe there's some things in your diet, maybe there's some things in your lifestyle that you need to fix first. Don't mm -hmm. just rely on the quick pill as a magic remedy. We have this mindset in American culture that that magic pill is mm -hmm. going to solve all our ills and take care of it very quickly. But supplements and products really do play a good role, and they are very beneficial when used the right way or with the right formulas. So I tell people there are a lot of great energy supplements with a lot of B vitamins, uh, panathoic acid. Again, look for one that has good panathoic acid and vitamin C. These are major cofactors that convert into energy. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of these great herbs, that we call, I call them, a, there's a class of herbs called adaptogens. And it's a really great class of herbs. They include maca, ginseng, astragalus, ashwagandha, mm -hmm. holy basil, rhodiola, you know, all these great things. Um, they help the body adapt to stress and maintain good energy and good balance and in in overall health. So those are great class. So there are dangers that when people are coming to make energy supplements just so that you feel the stimulation. They're not really wellness supplements. They're more just stimulation pills. You know, and they have, you can see a lot of these in the gas stations and C stores, yeah. and they have all the artificial food dyes, and they have all these artificial flavoring agents, and they're, I don't know why they need artificial sweeteners in a capsule that you don't taste, or artificial dyes that go in the body. But these are the ones I worry about. So that's why I recommend going into a good health food store and looking at clean products. You want to maybe look for the gluten-free ones if, if that's something that's an issue that you're having issues with gluten. But look at ones that are well-formulated, that have been around for a while. Um, you know, I love, I've seen some that come in really cool little pocket size or po you know, carry size so you can take it throughout the day. Because mm -hmm. I also don't think that one pill in the morning is, is really the, to and, and jack yourself and zap <laughs> yourself with so much in one pill in the morning is not the best strategy to last throughout the whole day. You may want to spread it out with meals or you know, throughout the day to keep and sustain that energy. And so those are a couple of the things I recommend to people is looking at those kind of formulas. And those that are balanced very well with the vitamins and the minerals and the herbs together really kind of bring all the nutrients to the body that we, that we need. Yeah, it's balanced, as you are saying. 
Um, what are the best nutrients to nourish the energy-producing uh, energy system? Okay. I don't know if that's... Yeah, well, aside from those herbs, I mean, definitely minerals. I think that people, the trace minerals, that's why I think if, one of the tricks that I tell people when I don't have a bottle of supplements or anything else, I usually have a little pocket in my pocket or a little thing of sea salt. Hmm. And if you, people are surprised that if you could take a pinch of sea salt, I mean, really high-quality stuff, but under your tongue, you will actually get a burst of energy. Really? Because those are, you know, people think about, look at energy drinks, look at your uh, sports drinks. They're mm -hmm. loaded with electrolytes, right? What are electrolytes? They're basically minerals. Yeah. So we have all these different names, but electrolytes are known because they have a positive and negative charge. Mm -hmm. So do your adrenal glands. You know, the, it's like a battery pack. <laughs> so like calcium and magnesium and uh, sodium even, and chloride, all these are, they all have positive and negative charges, like you would think of a positive and negative charge in a battery. And when they're together, they stimulate energy. Hmm. So that's why those, we crave salt sometimes, because the salt, the really good mineral salt, has all these little trace minerals in there, and they go into the bloodstream very quickly under the tongue, and it goes in there, and people feel like, they, wow, I feel energy in a few minutes, just some salt? <laughs> you know, and so it always doesn't have to be super complicated, but that's when you look at supplements too. So like I said, the B vitamins are very good. Um, especially B5, B6. People know about B12 shots and getting, and sometimes sublingual B12 is really good. Um, so those are really class. Vitamin C is really essential also because vitamin C really nourishes the adrenal glands. It's one of those major nutrients required to produce energy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people you see are, are, are kind of vitamin C deficient. We're not eating enough fruit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, so there's a lot of different ones. Again, I go back again to those herbs as well. Those adaptogenic herbs are really great nutrients for the body. And you know what? Um, so I have a couple of teenagers, and I know teenagers sleep forever, it seems <laughs> like. So what about like the protein drinks that teenagers drink and, and then their sleep patterns? Just kind of a side I want well, to Well, sleep you know. is when your body heals, mm -hmm. repairs, grows, rests. When people are sick, what is the best thing to do? Go to sleep, yeah. rest. Take all the energy from all those other things. Plus, when you're sleeping, you're not eating. Yeah. Remember that energy shift. So if you're going to eat... And that's why when people say you're sick, you, you eat lightly, you drink soup, you don't, you know, stress the body out using energy to digest food. You just give it some nutrients and some hydration to keep functioning. So for teenagers, they're definitely growing, yeah. you know, but we also have a lot more stresses these days yes. and, you know, from phones to just the way the world is paced. So we have to like look at a lot of different factors, but, you know, it always comes down really to these guys, their diet, mm -hmm. you know, and, and eating more clean foods and less processed foods. Because, again, the more the body has to work to break it down and figure it out or use it or put it somewhere, that's just energy being used ineffectively or, you know, just not optimally. But uh, I think that's a real big, you know, key is just getting people. And I see a big movement in those teenagers now. I love it. These young adults, these teenagers, millennials, they are getting into health. Right. They're drinking less alcohol. They're getting more into yoga. They're doing more green drinks. And they're, cause, probably because they're seeing their parents struggling and they don't want to do that. Right? They don't want to be there. So <laughs> yeah. this is something I really, really love. And that's why I always reach out to people and especially young people call, you know, contact me and look at me as a resource because I'm not telling them do this or else. You know, it's always yeah. like, how can I help you? Yeah. What do you need to do? Let's figure out what will benefit you in your life. And that's something they love. Instead of, you know, educate, empower, engage, don't dictate. Right. You know, and so I'm not, I'm not a teenager anymore, but I still respond that same way to authority. I don't like being told what to do. Right. I want to be educated, given options, and then make the choice for myself. Right. So that's a really big part of it, too, is like, you know, just know that it's your world. Mm -hmm. No one's to tell you what to do, but engage yourself in feeling better because it's going to make your life much more worthwhile and, 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 and 
just an amazing journey ahead. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thank you for the information. It's been wonderful. My and pleasure. And uh, here's how you can get in touch with Doc Rob. Um, it's, uh, you can go to his website. It's michaelsnaturopathic.com, and there is more information on Dr. Rob on docrob.com. Yeah, right? Michael's Naturopathic Programs has been around for 32 years. I, they have a lot of these same principles that I do as a naturopath, so I love to send people that way and, and check out what they're doing. And my site, obviously, is a resource just to how to connect with me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I've got podcasts, and I've got a TV show about the crowdfund so, right. on Indiegogo. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot of great stuff because that's what I am. I'm a passionate consumer advocate, you know, and I just want to help people feel as good as I do now because I didn't feel that way when I was a teenager. I really felt bad and I didn't, you know, depression and even skin acne stuff and those common things I can definitely relate. So Aww. I'm here to help those people, you know, smile every day and enjoy their life to the fullest. Well, thank you. You're doing a great job. Thanks so much for having me today. Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.